0: Okay, class. Good morning. Um, so, let's start with our short recitation with um, last week's topic. Don't worry. Madali lang naman yung mga tanong ko. So, okay. So, our topic for last week and up to now is creating... Wait, um. Creating your travel story. So last week, I've discussed um, four steps in creating your travel story. So what was was the first step that I discussed last week? Anybody who'd like to raise their hands? Yes, Matt. The first step is finding your story. Finding your story. And with finding your story, what should you first do? Tyra? Um, Finding the right subject. Finding the right subject. So when you find your right subject, either your travel experience or what you've eaten in a certain restaurant, so if you found if you find your right subject or topic you've finally found your story to tell or to write in your article so there's also last week we've also discussed understanding travel trends and one of the travel trend is um, where people spend time consuming food related media than actually cooking our own meals. So anong classing trend yun, or anong trend yun? Anyone who would like to raise their hand? People spend more time consuming food-related media and actually cooking or than actually cooking our own meals. Aside from Matt, sino pa? Honey Lee food travel food travel okay and with understanding food trends we also have researching your story so you also have to to know right um, what you would uh, you would you would want to research first regarding the destination or the restaurant or the locals or the tradition or culture before actually going to that destination and lastly shaping your story With shaping your story, you have to have a compelling start, organize the middle section, making transitions of your story or your storyline, and make a narrative closure. Okay, so now we're done with the first part of creating your travel story. We now go through with the second part, which is bringing your story to life, finding your right style, and rewrite and self-edit. So let me share to you my presentation. Okay, so creating, creating your travel story. So this is the second part. So our objectives is to bring your story to life, of course, find your style, and rewrite and self-edit. So, how do you bring your story to life? Uh, Neil, can you please read the first tip? Writing the dialogue, writing dialogue. it gives a busy human context and contact. It can also help supply critical information in a non text textbook way. It can introduce human quirks, turn of phrase,
1: colloquialism patterns of speech that
0: help form a story as well. The key is to use dialogue sparingly, keeping it crisp and authentic. Correct. So, it's also nice to put some dialogue into your article or your travel story. Remember, um, during our first session, we've discussed how you would a- be able to um, get information, diba? Uh, one of those is through interviews. So, you interview a local or interview a person in that certain destination and get information from that person. So, you could also put the specific dialogue into your writing to create story or to create um uh, to create life to your story. So next is creating characters. Can, can Grace read the second tip? Grace Grace Okay, si Paul na lang. Paul, can you please read tip number two? Creating characters. Characters illuminate places and open help to propel and liven a story. The human connection is arguably the most powerful element of travel. Spanning cultures and backgrounds conveying a sense of human connection through the effective introduction of character is a great powerful art. So pay attention to characters and don't shy out from bringing local people or fellow travelers into your story. Okay. So since you've already um you've tried to put some dialogue into your story and there's a character in it, right? You've talked to a local or you talked to a certain person in that destination. You could also create that character or you could also describe that character into your article. So it's nice to add some you know human connection through your travel story so that it would make your readers um more interested in reading your uh, article. So next number three May I call on Vaughn to read the third tip. Alright. Writing details and anecdotes. Details hold the key to a good description and can be full of meaning and by the most important characteristics you want to convey. The more precise you can be in identifying and isolating the right details, and the more fully you evoke those particular details in the reader's mind, the more powerful, compelling, and effective your description will be. So it's nice to put some details to your article, of course, our uh, readers would be interested in knowing more about that certain destination, more uh, to know more about that food, to know more about that certain person, to know more about the tradition and culture of that destination or to that certain country. So, writing details and anecdotes is very important, most especially if you're going to write the right details. So it uh, imp- it is important to uh, that you are Going to put some facts um, and some or more particular details uh, so that it would be more powerful, compelling, and effective, of course. Next, descriptive accuracy. Speaking of ac- uh, factual or, or talking about facts, Diane, can you please read the last tip? Descriptive accuracy. One, one especially critical element in recreating a travel experience is accuracy. First, they must factually accurate in their reporting. Second is perception and description. It's, it is far more difficult to capture, but is equally critical to the depth and success of travel writing. Correct. So, descriptive accuracy you must really have to or you have to write um the right details like just what we've said in the tip number th- in tip number 3 so an uh, an example of this one is telling your readers how much you've spent uh when you've traveled from point A to point B so syempre gusto niya lang malaman kung magkano yung yung commute mo sorry hang on Gusto nila malaman kung yung na-spend mo during those, that commute. Yung nag-commute ka from point A to point B. So, writing the amount or writing your expenses throughout your travel journey will give an idea, uh, will give your readers an idea of how much they're going to spend when they're going to go to that certain destination. So, ayun. Next. Using all of your senses. Uh may I call on, uh, Catherine? Using all our senses. When we travel, we experience the world with all of our senses. So why do we focus so exclusively on-site in, in our articles? Cultivate the mind and rewarding art of paying attention to all the senses. Let your ears and nose and taste buds and fingers do as much work as yours. Class, wait lang ha. Um, give me a moment. Wait lang. Hang on. Ayan, okay. So, sorry, ulitin ko lang sinabi ko para marinig sa record or sa recording. So, number five is using all of your senses. So, you wanted to use all of your senses, most especially in uh, travel writing. So, when you're going to describe a certain destination, you do, you just don't want to use what you've, uh, ayaw, ayaw mong gamitin yung kung ano lang nakita mo. You also wanted to, to tell your readers what you've what you've heard what you've tasted for example kung pagkain yung uh nyo what you feel what 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 are your emotions when you went through that testing or when you went or when you went to that destination so if you're going to use all of your your senses uh you're letting your readers imagine how you've really gone through with that experience and most especially, or better, they, you've let your readers join you through that experience. Okay. So, number six, show, don't tell. Kim, sorry, go ahead. Show, don't tell. Don't tell what the character is. Show. Review, review do you build your image to what they do. Let the reader draw the intuition. The same is true for travel languages. Your place will be much more powerful and accessible if you understand your intuitive practices of figuring out how the people in the field are being affected. Okay, so number 6 and number 7 are quite similar. So let's continue, Diana. Please read number 7. Avoiding changes. It's difficult to come up with something fresh every time. Read your writing and avoid those tired, tired descriptions. Land of contrast, tropical paradise, bustling, true, whenever you come to a phrase that's a student. tap Stop and ask yourself if there might be a better way of expressing what you want to say. One that more truly reflects your take on it. Always make your words and description your own. Okay, so show, don't tell. You don't just say to your readers, ay, masarap tong pagkain to. "Ay ah, maganda yung destination. Ay, okay to dito. Ganyan. You, you, you don't just tell them na okay siya. You have to let your readers know, why is it okay? Why is it masarap? Why is it maganda? So, giving them details of how gorgeous a destination is or how beautiful the mountains are, you're really, you, and you, you don't, I mean, and not telling them that it's maganda. You let your readers reveal and conclude na the destination is really maganda. You, you leave that to your readers on deciding whether or not the destination is good or the destination is beautiful. So through your description uh, or j- because you've given them the description of that certain destination masasabi ng mga readers ay okay based sa description niya maganda nga siya okay siya Mas- okay siyang puntahan hindi yung dahil sa sinabi mo okay lang okay siya puntahan eh okay na i mean i mean i hope you get what i mean class no na you have to describe Bakit siya maganda? Bakit siya okay? Bakit siya masarap? And, number seven, since yun na nga, um, avoid cliches. So, cliche na nga yung sinabi nyo maganda yung lugar, don't tell it anymore. Describe nyo nga bakit siya maganda. Hindi pwedeng, um, uh, uh, there's a beautiful, uh, yun nga, land of contrast, or, uh, a very nice scenery, um, rich blue waters Ex- explain yo bakit siya ma- okay bakit siya maganda hindi lang yung basta lang sinabi yung okay siya or maganda describe describe your experience describe your um, describe what you see what what you see what you feel what you taste describe your emotions to your readers so that your readers will be more interested in reading your article okay next finding your style so before we, we proceed with reading uh the, these tips on finding your style just wanted to let you guys na meron talaga tayong kanya-kanyang writing style writing style mo magka, magkaiba yan sa writing style ng iba ng classmate mo whatsoever so um me personally i've started writing when i when i started studying masters kasi sa masters and daming daming sulat, puro sulat, puro gawa ng essays, and so on and so forth. So, um, through this past few months, I've learned to know or to, I've already discovered my writing style. And it takes time, okay? It takes time. So, what are the tips ba on knowing or discovering your writing style? So, Aiko, can you please read the first one? Number one is your own Don't try to write like a fact-checker reporter who is simply recording their surroundings without any sense of engagement. You are undertaking a fundamentally human adventure encountering new people and a new culture, whether it's in a different region of your own country or somewhere halfway around the world. Panity should be one of the fundamental strength of your story so in in uh your own using your own voice is just like telling a story to a friend telling a story to your family member or parang gawin mong parang chika parang alam mo ba there's this certain place na puntahan ko ganyan ganyan so of um uh, how you tell your story to a friend or to a family member is how you're going to do when you are going to write your article. So what you say is what you write basically. Number two, set your pace. Um uh, Diane Lenus. Set your pace. Make sure the pace fits your piece and that you're in control of it. It's absolutely fine to speed up and slow down. Can make really a richer experience um set your pace so there are there are times in your article that you wanted to speed things up pagdating sa storytelling and you want to slow down like for example when you slow down eh, when you are about to enter a palace syempre sa mga nanonood ng korean novela diyan ang dami yung, di ba ang you've seen a, a palace di sa kanilang show, for example, and you went to Korea, and and you went to this palace, and you're so amazed, and you're so um, excited to see each and every detail or each and every size of the palace. So you wanted to slow down with your story, parang gusto mong ipanamnam sa inyong mga readers that this place is so rich of culture tradition um detailed oriented ang kanyang ang, ang mga designs and uh the uh how the artist created such beautiful uh colors sa sa paggawa ng palace for example so you wanted to slow it down and let your readers feel your experience in the palace um with uh with speeding things up a good example is for example you ride a train and you just slept you didn't you didn't do much no, with the train so instead of instead of writing too much with your train experience you would just want to speed things up and just say uh i went I, I, I took a train slept and uh, went to another destination so as simple as that you speed things up already with your story and you don't have to divulge of what you did or nag ba or may kumalabit sa'yo nung natutulog ka whatsoever. You don't have to write those anymore. So you spe- you, you speed things up with uh, storytelling and move on to or transition to your next story of your travel experience para hindi naman mabore yung mga readers niyo. So, number three, play the language like music. Michaela? Number three, play, play the, the language, language like music. music. Think, Think of, English of English as a musical instrument. instrument. You are you are using, using that instrument, instrument to create great, great music. music. Read your writing, writing out, out loud and, loud and listen to the music, of, music of, of your writing. What, what kind, kind of mood, mood are you creating? Are you, are you keeping the... Be, the is lively or is it wood? And, and are you varying tempo, tempo in your writing? Are you are you, are you are using, using the devices, devices such as, as inter, internal, internal rhyme and all, alliteration? Okay, so play the language like music. So this will be usually on your second draft when you're trying to read your article. The drafts will be talked about later. Let's talk about it later on, no? But basically, what says here is, tama ba yung transitions mo from one story to another? May flow ba? Okay ba yung tempo ng story? Nagjive uh, ba sa gusto mong um, i-kwento sa mga readers nyo? So sometimes, after, syempre, with your first draft, which I will talk about it later, uh, you tend to read it again. And then, pagkabasa mo, okay ba yung pagkakasunod-sunod ng story ko? Okay ba yung yung flow ng story? Nung tempo ng story? And then sometimes, um, minsan, malalaman mo rin eh, kasi I'm sure most of you have experienced reading a travel article or read a travel blog, for example. And and when you read your own article, minsan mapapaisip ka, parang, hindi siya maganda pakinggan. Like for example, so or hindi nagbe-blend sa kung gusto ko mangyari. So from there, you try to edit and make it more beautiful, make it cohesive, make it flowy, just like music. Number four, make your words work hard. Um, AJ, can you please read number four? Make your words work hard. One of the the biggest biggest traps of novels novels writing is the urge to make most powerful by overwriting, using hyphen adjectives and adverbs. You can feel the sentences collapsing under the weight of such words. Use active (laughs) verbs and don't three words when you can use one. Rather than writing, he walked as quickly as he could up the crater. Right? He raised up the crater, or even better. Scramble up the paper. Read your work slowly and ask yourself if you really need each word. Remember that that's is more. Okay. So, make your words work hard. Meaning, um, yes, I might require you to write one thousand words essay. Might lang, not sure. And for the purpose of, for the purpose of complying. And yung sinusulat. No, um, you also have to consider the quality of your article. Um, sometimes a lot of words may cause your readers to be disinterested, or they wouldn't read too much because and damay yung sinusulat na hindi necessary. So try to read your article, and then know if it's too much or too much of words. Lessen it up. And, um, you know, kasi because, sabi nga eh, remember, less is more. A perfect example nga is, look, he walked as quickly as he could up, uh, he walked as quickly as he could up the tra- the crater. So, there's too much words. Try to, to, to to lessen it by, he raised up the crater. Diba? It's simple, it's, it's less words, but you've let your readers understood what happened during your travel experience mas mabilis nilang naintindihan okay nag ano siya nag hike siya pataas nang mabilis papuntang crater so ganoon hindi yung he walked as quickly as andami so make it make it simpler make it simple uh understand and understandable for the readers number 5 pay attention to verb tense uh to verb tense Rinoa, can you please read? Pay attention to verse tense. You will be amazed how many writers, even very subtle ones, mix up their verse in their story, unless you're doing this on purpose and with with a (laughs) sure sense of control. You shouldn't win your story in the present tense then picks up into the past tense and echoes the present tense and then back into the past tense again. You might think pieces of this point, but just watch yourself. Then, as you a travel writer, you read really it very carefully, and at some point you do not fall prey to something inconsistent Okay, so before we we push through with the tenses, ano ba yung gusto mong importre sa uh, sa travel writing mo? Gusto mo bang i-involve yung, re- yung readers mo to go through the journey again or nage-kwento ka lang sa nangyari sa yunong nakaraan. If you choose if you if you decided to go to the first one which is to go through the journey uh, to let your readers go through the journey so dapat present tense like uh, uh we uh, shall we go to this destination. Uh, once we go to destination, this, this, this once you go to this destination, you will see. To so see is a is present tense. You will see that there's a sign in this. Ganyan ganyan, ganon ganon. For example, so make use of the present tense when you want your readers to go through the journey with you. But if you're just going to tell a story in the past or ikukwento mo kung ano yung nangyari sa yo during your stay during um you know pag pumunta ka nung rest nung pumunta ka nung restaurant at kumain ka ng certain cuisine you would want to make sure that all of your tenses are in past tense the point of this tip is to make sure that you are consistent in telling your story either in a present manner or in a past manner. So, make sure, kung present tense, present tense lahat. Kung past tense, past tense lahat. Okay. So, rewriting and self-editing. So, ito na yung sinasabi ko, uh, kanina, yung mga drafts. Technically, um, m- when you're going to write an article, marami ka talagang magagawang drafts. Ako personally, when I do write my essays, minsan umabot ako ng seven, ng eight drafts. Uh, but basically, the reason why you have drafts is because you wanted to make sure na, na edit mo tama yung mga yung mga article, yung article mo mismo, yung grammar mo, yung sentence construction, yung transition ng story mo, and making sure that you've put the message across, you've give the message across to your readers, most especially with facts and information about a certain destination or certain restaurant or certain culture or certain tradition. So, what is first draft? First draft basically is, you just really wanted to write everything what's on your mind every details every information every experience every uh everything basically kung ano gusto mong isulat sa inyong article so that's it regardless kung may maling spelling regardless kung grammatically incorrect regardless kung uh, paiba-iba yung sinasabi or whatever, just write it down. Yun lang yun, ang first draft. Ang second draft, eto na yung medyo aayusin mo na siya. Uh, for example, no ba ang first nating step uh, to finding your story is to find the right subject. So, tanggalin mo ngayon yung hindi kasama doon sa topic. So, for example, ang concentration mo lang talaga is about your eating experience sa isang restaurant. So, hindi na kasama dun yung may pumunta. Uh, kasi nagsulat na sulat na sulat mo yung dumating si friend, nag-usap kayo, nag chikahan kayo. You don't. Ha- Ngayon sa second draft, eliminate mo na yun because hindi naman talaga siya part dun sa yung objective, which is to share your food dining experience with your readers. So, i-eliminate mo na yung nag-cheekahan kayo ng friend nyo dun sa second draft. Dito na rin minsan, start yung pag-check ng grammar, ng spelling. But, the most important thing about the second draft is yung transition nyo ng iyong story. Making sure that maayos yung pag-transition mo from one scene to another. Hindi yung paiba-iba unless your intention mo is to start in the middle ng story and then go through the beginning and then to pa last part depending on sa writing style nyo so that is your second draft and your second draft usually it would uh, that would be multiple drafts dito yung dito papasok yung na, like six, na, uh, y- dito napapasok yung na second draft ka third draft ka fourth fifth sixth drafts eto yung second draft na yun. Basically, this is your second draft. Your third draft is what we call your final draft. eto na yung talagang babasahin mo na talaga from start to finish. Kung may nakaligtaan ka, may nakalimutan ka. Actually, sa second draft, no? By the way, going back sa second draft. um Pag may nakalimutan kang story to tell, at may naalala ka, pwede mo ditong ipasok sa second draft. Dagdag bawas ka ngayon dito sa second draft. But in the final draft, eto na yung talagang, uh, you really want it to be, uh, you have to have that attention to details sa talaga kung okay ba yung sentence construction, grammar, spelling, tama na ba? <coughs> Sorry eto na ba yung final transition mo ng story mo ng from one scene to another? Dito rin sa final draft, pwede mo rin ipabasa to sa iyong trusted reader. Your trusted reader usually is your close friend or your family member. And ask them, ano yung pwede pang i-improve or okay na ba yung article mo? Minsan kasi, for example, no nakalimutan mo palang isulat yung mga expenses mo sa Pag-commute, for example. At biglang sa sa'yo ng closer mo, so, magkano yung nagastos mo? Ayaw mo bang isulat din to sa article mo para malaman din ng mga readers at magkaroon din sila ng idea kung ano yung budget? So, mapapabigay ka na idea. Ay, oo nga, no? I also have to to write down yung um kung ano yung not naman exact amount but rough estimate kung ano yung magkano yung nagastos mo for your travel. For example, if you intend, if if you intend talaga to share your uh your finances or yung ginasus mo, why not? Pwede rin namang hindi. Depende pa rin 'yan sa decision mo. Pero if you decided nga na, o oh, nga no, uh, I want to write down then my expenses talaga ko ano mag, kung magkano nga ba yung gastos ko from commuting to paying my, uh yung yung food mo sa restaurant, sa pagbook na hotel, ganyan. Uh, para din mabigyan yung uh, idea yung mga readers yung kung ano yung magiging budget nila when they go to that destination. So why not you also add the top 10 sa iyong final draft kung may nakaligtan ka na galing na pinaalala sa nung ng inyong trusted reader. So yung trusted reader mo rin magsasabi sa kung if it's interesting or kung may kulang or if they felt if if they felt something is wrong sa iyong article definitely your trusted reader will let you know. And from there, you could continue on with going back to second draft and, you know, do your editing right again, uh, all over again. And then, third draft, final draft, and then hanggang sa matapos talagaan, hanggang, hanggang masatispy ka na as the writer uh, with your article, and then you can post it na sa inyong blog or sa publishing company. And, that's it for our class session for today. Class, um, do you have any questions? Kasi so far, wala ko narinig questions sa inyo. So, please, um we have few more minutes pa. Uh, so, please, let me know, ano pa ba yung, ano, may mga questions pa ba kayo with regards to our top topics so far? You can ask then, mga questions then, kahit yung mga previous nating mga topics. You can raise your hands, please, if you have questions. Don't be shy. Tanong na kayo, because sooner or later you'll be start na wi- you'll be start to write na your article. So, naiyin palang if you wanted to ha if you wanted to ask and uh you wanted to clarify on something, please ask me na. Yes. Regentia. Um Go ahead. Stephanie. Steph. Good morning po, sir. Good morning. Ano po? Diba, before po na mention niyo po na um naging flight attendant po kayo. Mm. So, so siguro so po meron na din po kayo mga naging travel um na nasulat tukol sa mga travel expenses niyo po. Ano, ano po yung pinaka tip niyo po para personally po yung pinaka the best tip niyo po when it comes to travel writing. Will have a good balance of have a good balance of facts and um facts and storytelling. Uh, kasi ang pangit din naman kung puro facts lang yung nilalagay mo. Kung puro information lang yung binibigay niyo about that certain destination. Um, wala wala kasing human touch kung nagbigay ka lang no. This is this is the destination. Ah uh, yung itsura ng destination. Um eto yung ma-experience, eh, eto yung makikita niyo, ito yung ito yung nyo. Kung ganun lang, it would be, and it would be not interesting from, for the readers because it's just purely factual. Kasi pwede naman nyan i-search yan sa Google. Pwede naman nyan i-search sa internet, Um. Uh, kaya, you also have to input your storytelling, your voice, your experience, using all of your senses pagdating sa yung story. Because, sabi nga, eh, there's, if you put, if you've incorporated your your personal experience in the article, you've given that human touch and you're letting your readers involve with your experience then. Because that's the objective of, of travel articles, eh? you want to inspire your readers to travel then, dun sa destination na yun. So, how would you do that? Kung pa na yung information lang hibinigay mo, it saananag-google na lang sila. So, you have to share with them your experience, your, well, not, well, syempre, not, sabi nga, diba, noong una pa lang, not just the positive ones, but the negative ones, but, basically, you wanted to inspire them, and give them expectations, the right expectations, both positive, and negative, para, hindi sila totally disappoint. pag pumunta sila sa destination na So, dapat, um, bab, syempre, Per overall, I like, for example, no, I went to a certain destination. Overall, I really liked and enjoyed going to that destination. Eh, but, of course, hindi naman dapat puro positive. You also wanted to give them an expectation of, oh, um, uh, although masaya experience, but it meron lang hindi maganda. Like, for example, um, the food was just right lang. Um, eh. It's just normal, na ano, But at least, ka yung mga ex- mga, You have to elaborate pa bakit ganun? Uh But it just, just that's just one of the, the few examples for many examples of you know how to come up with a really good article. So I hope that answers your question, Steph. Yes, your it really say. takes you, time. It really takes time talaga to. To, to know your writing style. So, I suggest start writing your experiences. Actually, better nga if you have a travel diary eh, of your experiences or food diary na mga kinakain nyo. And try to describe what you've eaten, what is, what does it taste like, what was your experience, what was your emotion when you've eaten this certain cuisine. And that goes as well with different experiences. Destination, meeting with people, so, yun. Try to practice, because the more you practice, the more you would discover your writing style. Okay? Um, Other questions? Yung questions pa ba kayo? <coughs> okay. Sige. So, 11 na. Uh, baka may class pa kayo, so, Yes, class, that's it for today. I hope you've learned a lot with this topic and um, I'll be uploading this soon as well as your assessments. So, I'll see you next week and uh, take care. Salamat, class. Ingat kayo palagi. Thank you, for Bye. Thank you, po,